Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where I, Chris McLennan, and, and uh, me, Carl Noble, try to make a cohesive sense of the Looney Tunes universe to very little avail. I think it's going well. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's going. It's going. Well, as a word, we're still the end of going. We're still here. Yeah. We haven't decided that it was a bad idea. idea. Yeah. No, I, 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 mean, I think we've decided it's a good idea. Yeah. Which is worrying. Because it's really helping my sanity. Yeah, it's really just keeping you on the level. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really helped me keep the just just between that, like, oh, is he all right? Because Cal's a lord of leisure now. He's not, uh, he's not working. I'm not. So I he needs, he needs purpose elevate. in his life. I do. And luckily, purpose. we set that up just before he quit the job. It's really so. hard. Maybe that's maybe that's what drove me to drove me to quit. Yes, yeah, like, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll finally, just do that I found then. my calling. Yeah, I'll just found do what that. I'm doing. Watching Looney Tunes. We've got a fly. We've got a fly in here. Oh, it's like a little tank, isn't it? <laughs> right, enough of that. Yeah. Uh, right. So uh, last week uh, we decided that Porky's probably like a mentor on some sort of like, yeah, kind of like Big Brother, Big Brother esque program, Big Sister sort of program yeah. for people who've just taken their trouser test. Although he seems to favour ducks so he, far. Yeah. Well, m- m- maybe that's or what he specialises in. Maybe ducks favour him. Ah, possibly. Maybe maybe they saw what massive success he had with Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's gone great. Well, I mean, he's, he, uh, you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to pick Daffy out of a lineup as the one who did anything mad. Well, no, no of course not, because all of his reflections are kicking the boat. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, we um, we egghead and we saw uh, an egghead like, commune. Yeah, yeah, little commune there, little postman. So uh, we thought they might have like little jobs within that commune. Yeah, and then uh, it, le- it helps them save up for one of, for those egghead experiences. Yeah. But we also found out that there are some lesser egghead experiences. Yeah. If you're buying an egghead experience, anybody out there, you buy an egghead experience, make sure you read the small print. Get yeah. You get what you pay for when it comes to the egghead, yeah. egghead experience. Yeah, because you've got the fancy egghead experience. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I'm struggling to say, okay. egghead experience. There we go. Okay. Would it be easier if we just called it an experience? Oh, experience, I like that. It would, it would be, be easier if we called it an experience. I presume that's what at least one of the companies that offers these is called. Yeah, probably. Is it? Like because because you got experience. Yeah. Eggs world. <laughs> Eggs world. <laughs> yeah. Got a Delivered by UPX. UPX. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that old posty guy worked for. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, there was that to look at. I don't remember. There wasn't the, coming across many other revelations last week. No, I, apart from like, like they occasionally um, they occasionally put on shows for us. Oh yeah, the um, porky, so Porky and the Lone Stranger, yeah, or the Lone Stranger and Porky. Um, like they, there's definite episodes where they know they're putting on a show. Yeah. So they had that kind of set back in time, but it wasn't actually set back in but time. But we'd only porky seen that. We'd only seen that since uh, establishing the agency, right? So yes. It's possible that they're starting to do it so that it doesn't appear as weird when they do it to cover some agency activity. Mm, yeah. So we don't get another porky and wacky land. Debacle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, like, like, so you think maybe they've just got like a load of like stock scripts ready so if something 
like a two and escapes and then you try and get them back in quickly they just go up quickly yeah but I also think like they're they're gonna start doing those a bit more just so it doesn't seem weird to us when one turns up Mm. yeah no that makes sense because that 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 one was just odd. The, the, the variety show of just, oh, let's scroll through all of the characters we can find. Yeah, that wasn't doing it for us. It no. wasn't answering any questions. It was just making us very suspicious. Yeah, and I was. I was very I suspicious. Was very suspicious. Uh, so, uh, shall we get into some tunes? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the next one's called uh, Hammerchair Night. Oh. It's an egghead number. It is. Tex uh, Avery as well. So Yeah, so get your racism hats on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Hammerchair Night doesn't sound like a naturally tenable position for an egghead because ham and eggs yeah tends to be consumed does tend to be consumed so thinking maybe eggheads maybe going to crack under pressure maybe oh let's find out let's find out (laughs) rundown at the start I thought Egghead had cracked so we're at uh, what looks like some sort of variety show where there's going to be you know lots of different acts going on Um, the stage seems to be entirely made out of trapdoors because everywhere somebody was a trapdoor could appear which was quite good it's helpful I'd like to see you know how that mechanically pans out yeah I I don't know how they do it but it is bloody impressive um, so yeah, you got first appearance of Egghead. I thought he had cracked. I honestly thought he just went mental because yeah. uh, he's just coming up, singing a song. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Yeah, um, and he gets the classic hook around the neck, and he's gone. Yeah. Uh, and then we have several acts come on. They get booed off, uh, but in he's one of the acts, a couple of them, yeah, uh, he does appear, and um, the old sword through the box with your volunteer yeah. inside one yeah he's the volunteer he's the volunteer and uh he gets he stabs the box up and then uh he opens the box and you don't see what's inside but you just see him hand it to a stagehand and go give this gentleman his money back yeah now like i think we yeah we can all tell that you know his trick didn't really work he just stabbed something up but stabbed the okay. fact that it's just give him his money back yeah not give him a burial Suggest that you know it wasn't much of a risk. The egg, the egg was still intact, still but the robotic body got away, but they jerked up the puppet body, yeah. sort of got stabbed. In. The pilots around got stabbed up. Oh. Yeah, it must have been an awful sight. Uh, but yeah, then we carry on. We see a couple of other shows. Uh, there's a hippo. The hippo is quite good. Um, he doesn't seem to know his own strength. He maims a number of people. Yeah, nobody seemed to die. He laughs but... a lot and maims a number of people. He, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't behave in a manner befitting someone in the in the uh No. So I'm I'm thinking society. I'm thinking recent trouser test and hasn't been on uh the Big Brother programme as of yet. Yeah, he he, he turned down mentorship Yeah. Or, yeah. So he's I mean possibly it's like it's first night after his trouser test and he's went, Well, I'm going to this I'm going to a show. I'm going to a show. Yeah. Um but Anyway, that that kind of all wraps up, and then they do at the end. The judge goes round and you know gets people to clap or boo for who they want to win, and come to Egghead at the end. So he was part of the show. Yeah, because um, he kept coming on and singing. Should we come around the mountain and get yeah. yanked off? 
Yeah. Just in the end, it required, well, three hooks to yank him off and one for his hat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the hat's important. Yeah. So, but yeah, but in the end, he won, even though he he was pretty terrible. He was. Um, So, and then it turns around to the audience. All eggheads. And there's eggheads everywhere. Yeah. And so we think that, because we established the commune last week, I think maybe, like, this is a show that they put on in the commune, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that, so you've got that some, some sort of entertainment, and so some kind sort of like a US or show that they, yeah. that, that they like they do for like military juice, where, yeah, they, yeah. where, where they bring Absolutely. a load of people over, yeah, um, as entertainment, as generally you know something to perk their spirits up. So possibly yeah. that was a load of eggheads who were nearing the end of their sentience, which is why the egghead that was on stage was seemed pretty potty. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that's. A free show for like you know one last blowout. Yeah. So, but but also, um, yeah, the fact that I, I think the egghead who was on stage probably paid for and expect had had some had some leftover. He scrimped and saved. And yeah, he could, leftover he could, money. He had some leftover money, and he could. Um, he wanted to win the variety show. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, screw it. Let's do that. Yeah, and they obliged. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing that we've just uh, I forgot it was near the start. The orchestra, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, it, like, it looks like that. it's got a conductor at the front, and yeah. then people waiting to play. But it turns out the orchestra pit is mostly full of conductors, and there's one guy who plays all the instruments. Yes. And I just think, like, this must be another sort of uh, ridiculous employment program. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you need a job, you could be a conductor. Ah, oh, we've already got conductor fangs. It's like, but now you've got two. And then that just went, <laughs> yeah, just, went on and on. It just went on and on, and now they've got like 12 conductors and one guy who stands at the front who plays all of the instruments. Because he's yeah. the only one who can. Yeah, and, but, but yeah, but they're considered, you know, on a, on a level with one another. Yeah. Like, no one's, no one's annoyed, no one's confused by this. No, seems no they, yeah, it seems perfectly normal. This, they, they seem totally okay with us. Um, you know, you've got, to get, you've got to get people jobs and... Uh, you know, they can't play an instrument. It's like, well, get I guess we'll just about. wave a stick about. I'm guessing conducting considerably harder than that. But. Well, yeah, but yeah, but it's still not playing. No, it's not. All the instruments. It's not playing an all orchestra. of the instrument at the same time. He did really well. I was quite impressed. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll look out for him. Yeah, hopefully he'll be. But hopefully he can shed some of those conductors. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, I can't, I can't think of anything else really that. Kind of went on from there. No, oh, so, so, something I did think is whether or not Egghead, when he paid for the experience, whether or not it was just to win the variety show, whether or not it was to win the variety show singing that song. Yeah, is that his choice? Well, I reckon they don't they don't make you do a certain thing to win no. the variety show. I reckon you just go in, and no matter what you do as the Egghead, they'll just go, everyone will boo yeah. everyone else, and they yeah, yeah, you win. I'm just wondering whether or not he specifically wanted to win singing that song. Why? I don't know. You don't know why? I, I, yeah, I, I don't know why I want to know. I just want to, like, for some strange reason, in my head it's going, oh, did, like, 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 was he specifically wanting to win singing that song? he did try a good few times. He did. He did. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I don't think we'll find out. No. Nah, because nah, presumably, by our theory, it's one of those questions. he'll be dead by then. Yeah, it's one of those questions lost to the ether, I think. Um, 
So yeah, up next anyway. Yeah, uh, well, it looks Porky's like Porky's tire trouble. Yeah, it looks like Porky might be might be back at the petrol station, but he might he might he might just be visiting. He did get a big bag of money at one point. Maybe he decided to do the whole. Yeah, when did he get when did he get uh, that big bag the, of money? Uh, Porky the gob. Oh yeah, he got a big bag. bag he of got money a big bag of money. But then he came back and uh, presumably because he had a little captain's hat in. Uh, oh yeah, it's an ill wind. Um, did he buy a little I think boat? he bought himself a boat. You reckon? Yeah. Maybe he sold the boat. Maybe. Just, is it his garage? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. We're, lo- we're looking at Porky's Tire Trouble, February 18th, 1939. So he's not at a garage. He's not at a garage. He's mm. got a job at Tire Snappy Factory. Tires. Yeah. Where he manufactures tyres using a giant waffle iron that makes tyres. Tyre iron. A tyre iron. Yeah. Which is odd. And the, the like, it seems to be two people work there. Well, two people and a digger. Um, so you've got the boss, who's a walrus. Yeah. Uh, you've got Porky. And then you've got the sentient digger, which yeah. grabs rubber trees, chews them, and then spits the rubber onto... The tire iron. Yeah. And then that's his, that's his job. Flips it down, lifts it up, whaps out the tire. Yeah. And the boss's job seems to be carrying tires. But he's a big, muscular wall. Porky a, could, uh, like, the tire's bigger than Porky. Yeah. So, but as we've discussed, Porky's quite diminutive anyway. Yeah. He's a he's a small pig. He is a small pig. But the, the prominent thing of the episode seems to be that Porky has a new dog, a new sub. Yeah. Uh, I don't flat understand the last one. Fluky, yeah. Um, he just doesn't seem to get the arrangement. No, like no. he's he's not following the orders. He's following Porky to work. He's still wearing his shoes as if he was, you know, super sentient. Yeah, it's like he's like clothes. What's he, what's he playing? He's at? wrecking Porky's. He's wrecking Porky's shit. Yeah, and he's and and he's not even he's not even doing the sub thing. No, he's not realised that. Like, like when Porky, Porky goes to work. It. Clean he the stays house. at home and cleans the house. That's what he does. That's it. That's that's Porky's shtick. That's what he's about. That's what he likes his sub dogs to do. Yeah. Um, but big sign above the front door of uh, the the old tire factory: no dogs allowed. And at first you think, okay, you know, like no no dogs. Yeah, his dog can't come in. But then you yeah. go, oh, hang on. Does that actually just mean no dogs at all? So not because just... also the the walrus he. Goes, I hate dogs. dogs. Yeah, which hates dogs. like he hates them, yeah. and so, and like it's it seems to be perfectly acceptable for him to just put up a massive sign. Yeah, she says no dogs allowed. So he probably doesn't hire dogs. I'm I'm thinking this is some um, you know prejudice that uh, walruses have against dogs. I mean, we could do with some more information on this. Do you think it's specifically that walrus or walruses in general? Because we had a walrus, the German walrus, who ran the, um, the Crocodero. Mm, That's true. He didn't seem to have an issue with dogs. He didn't seem to have an issue with dogs, but he also didn't seem to have an issue with Porky's very racist depiction. No, no, that that is true. Minority artist after minority artist. (laughs) So possibly... Possibly walruses are just famously, like, racist. Yeah, they're 
are intolerant of most non-walrus yeah. things. Maybe that like, but this was specifically dogs, and the previous one didn't seem to have a problem with dogs. There were dogs in the crocodile. Yeah. So I think it's specific to. Well, I mean, an I, individual walrus, but I just don't think they're this 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 walrus. This was his tire factory. That crocodile, that that walrus could have just been the manager of it, and and oh, know, yeah. he's not allowed to bring. Well, he's allowed to bring his prejudice wherever the hell he wants, um, but he can't really impose them. Right, that's so, possible. Yeah, you know, it's possible he did have a thing against dogs, but he's just the manager, and mm. you know, if the if the boss says you let everybody in. Also, you if you're in, a cus- uh, like we've seen, look, there's a lot of dogs in the city. Yeah, and like you can't you can't, you can't block out that out. amount of clientele, can you? Yeah, just just because you have to not he's like just, dogs, he just so he just sucks it up. So so we we're on the work theory that there's a walrus dog hatred. I wonder if dogs hate walruses though. I reckon dogs are probably just really disappointed in walruses. Yeah. It's just like I'm not angry. I'm just <laughs> oh, no, it's the worst one. It's the worst one. So I think that might be the case because we've never seen any dog express hatred for walruses. Although no. we are seeing significantly more walruses. We, we, we are seeing more and more walruses. Yeah, they're oddly prominent. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see how this how this pans out. I'd, I'd like I'd like to see if it is the other way around as well. Like I say, I don't think it is. They're just yeah. Dogs are a bit indifferent about it. What else? What else happened in there? There wasn't. There wasn't a large amount. Like, I mean, like Porky's dog drank a load of rubberizing solution, yeah. which apparently, you know, if you Makes do that, you rubber. turns you into some sort of like weirdly rubber esque thing. Yeah, but I think the problem here is like I think I think we we generally get more insight, certainly into the society, mm. just in episodes where Porky interacts with large. Yeah. swathes of society like, that was it like like this was the walrus the digger is dog we, we can't we can't draw many trends no 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 so no. I think we should uh, move on move on to a day at the zoo which is Ooh. another egghead number it is egghead's still in I'm, I thought I thought the end of egghead was pretty soon no <laughs> yeah I think it is um, where have we got there we go believe uh, it yeah Okay, so, so actually, it so is. I think this is the second to last egghead. It is, it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So uh, the penultimate episode of Egghead. Let's see what uh, a day at the zoo is about. Oh, all right. I mm. imagine it's about a day at the zoo. I think it's probably Egghead's day. Or may, may, maybe he's got um, a zookeeper experience. Maybe. Maybe we'll he's see. like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a zookeeper. Let's let's let's, let's contact. That, see what that's about. Experience and book that one in. <laughs> you reckon it's an experience job? Not an well, ex, not an eggs well job. I'll I'll not I'll, an I'll, job. I'll be able to say more uh, when we get back after the episode as to whether or not I think it is. But yeah, you're um, feeling expert. You're, yeah, you're calling I'm, it as experience yeah. right now. Call, I'm calling it now as experience. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Let's find out. A day at the zoo, uh, March 11th, 1939. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was just a zoo of stereotypes. Yeah, but the weird thing about it was that all the animals in the cages pretty much could talk. Like, they were all... To, to to human tunes, not yes. just to each other. 
Yeah, it was it was odd, like because it started out just like panning across different animals because it seemed to be just a narrator going pun oh, after look. pun after pun. Yeah, here's here's this one, here's that one. I, I did quite like the pack of camels, and they were all just smoking. Yeah, you know, I thought that was quite funny. Um, but um, yeah, they all seemed like they were all acting like animals for the most yeah. part, but a lot of them had a moment when they they would speak or they would. You know, it just in, 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 interact in some way, which it seemed odd that they were in the zoo. Yeah, it did seem very odd that they're in the zoo. Now, I wonder if there are, say, animals in a zoo, well, in various zoos, who have their moment and yeah. become sentient. They don't want to become part of society. Ah, okay. So, you, so you think they just go? No, I'm quite happy where I am. And then, maybe this zoo is like there's a trade-off, right? So this zoo here, you know, where Egghead's gone for a visit, it's like, right, well, you can stay in the zoo, but, you know, you, you, you're going to have to come over to this, this one occasionally. You're going to have to do some... You're going to have to do a bit. Some work, basically. Yeah. Because they've got some mod cons in there. Oh, the elephant had a phone. It did have a phone. And no trunk. It's the first no time trunk. I've ever seen, like, a, an elephant depicted without a trunk, and it was... Weird. Hilarious and scary. Yeah, it's a really weird looking thing. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. And it's odd because, like, an elephant's quite a weird looking thing anyway when you think about it. Yeah, but you remove one of its defining and you features. Go, oh, no, you go, yeah, you go, it's weird, it's weird, it's got that trunk, and then you take it off, you go, it oh, wasn't weird, put yeah, it back. Yeah, put it back. I, I liked it with the trunk. See, I'm the, like, it could also just be a prison. Because there's a lot of people buying bars. <laughs> Yeah, there is, but then think how difficult it was to put anyone away before. That dog that killed all those people, he's still out and think about. what they did. Oh. So oh. you reckon each of those guys has killed at least 32 people? Might not all be murderers, but you could, you know, like there was the, the, the rabbits there, and he said, oh, uh, everyone knows how quick they multiply. Tax dodgers. They were <laughs> <laughs> dodging taxes. That's what they were all about. Yeah, that's what they were all about. I'm just putting forward another theory, because, like... That ostrich was making chicken clucking noise, and we wondered why that was, and it dropped its egg, and it opened, it was one dozen eggs. Kidnapping. Yep, kidnapping, or just shoplifting. (laughs) Just shoplifting, yeah. Because that, straight in prison. So, 12 (laughs) eggs, that's it. Yeah, that's prison. 32 confirmed kills. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, 31 confirmed kills, one more and we're putting you away. Dozen eggs, though, prison. Because then there was a jailbird there. Yeah. Uh, the Alcatraz jailbird. Uh, the stool pigeon. That was there. Um, Do you think it's like the punishment, like the penance you pay is the humiliation of being kept like a... Yeah, because, you know, it, like, it is quite quite humiliating because not a lot of them were demonstrating a lot of tomb powers. Yeah. Um, and some of those cages looked pretty horrible. Like, you know, they're all close up and shit like that, so... And that's why you've got the narrator as well, because, like, you've got people behind bars, and then just, he's there to constantly humiliate them by yeah. talking to them as if, as if, talking about them as if on a nature show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I, think got, <laughs> I, think, I think that's a good, that's good, I like that. When you're put away, you get your, you get your various items of formal clothing yeah. taken from Take you. Taken off, yeah. And then, then you just make... Get narrated that. Get narrated that. <laughs> while, while humans gawk at you. Yeah. So maybe we're not the other side of the demarcation line. No. Maybe, maybe that's the biggest humiliation of all. 
humans because they let the humans in to come yeah. and just look at you and poke you oh. well, Egg, that's what Egghead was doing yeah like the only the only thing Egghead did that the whole episode was poke the lion and then claim that he was a big boy I think he said bad boy ah did he or real boy he said a lot of different I think things. His, I think he is. I think his mouth said "bad boy," <laughs> but I think his eyes said "real boy." Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. But in the end, uh, it comes back to the line. The lion's lying there with a big full belly, and the narrator says, "Ah, oh, I guess that young boy or whatever he said, like he did my advice, and he didn't. He, he didn't. got he eaten. He got it. So, do you think that was the egghead experience that he?" Bought, he wanted to get eaten by a lion. Do you think lion? it's like a dignitas sort of job? Mm, possibly. He doesn't want to just fall apart. No, he's he, like he, he wants to go out in a blaze of glory, <laughs> and that is being eaten by a lion. It's it's possible. It is very possible. I mean, he was alive in there, kind of a bit of a Jonah and a whale sort of situation going on. Yeah, but how long do we think that that lasts? Do you think Egghead will remain digested, or do you think Egghead? We'll pass. I, I'm, 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 how long do you think an eggshell lasts in a lion's stomach? I don't know. There's, there's, do we need to do some research? I think, well, we, you know, we still haven't had our biologist on. We need, we need to ask our Well, add it to the list of yeah, questions well, to ask our resident I mean, biologist. Is he, is he going to know he's a marine biologist? Is he gonna I, don't, I don't care. We're going to ask him. <laughs> Let's ask him. We can't, uh, can't get... You know, someone to cover every niche. No, that is true. We, we like we we would be out of a out of a, everything. I'd like to say a job, but it's not really a job. We'd be out of a hobby. It's a job. <laughs> We'd be out of yeah, a it's, hobby. A, it's a job. <laughs> it's a job. Uh, it's yeah. a job. Yeah. I'm still just waiting for our first paycheck. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I think I it's think, going. I think we'll both be waiting. <laughs> the trouble is, we don't really know who we're working for. No, I've got no one invoice. This is the issue. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> as soon as I've got someone invoice, bang, it's gone straight in. Just pick someone. Oh, we should, we should, we should just start invoicing random people. <laughs> just like that's yeah. a totally different podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> Here's us invoicing people and ringing them up irately. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to that. <laughs> uh, uh, right, we've got another uh, two curious puppies. Job uh, up. Oh no, no, we haven't. We've got a Porky, Porky number up. Yeah, then a two curious. Pork, uh, yeah, Porky's movie mystery. Um, so yeah, we can find out what that's all about. Let's do it. Porky's right. movie mystery, March eleventh, nineteen thirty nine. Oh, Porky. I don't... I, don't I, uh, I almost want to just pretend we didn't watch that and move on. But the first sound you made... Was, <laughs> right, it was just... It came up and it, it said, starring Porky Pig as Mr. Motto. Uh, and you went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like... And that sums up... Yeah. Like, the feeling there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, so, everyone's... Annoyed that there's not a new Mr. Motto uh, flick in the yeah. Warner Brothers in the Toon World. So there's a Warner Brothers lot in the Toon World as well. There is. Uh, but Mr. Motto seems to be played by Porky Pig. Yeah. Um, Odd choice, but yeah. But we had Mr. Motto films at that time as yeah. well from yeah, our did, yeah. Warner Brothers studio, presumably. I haven't checked 
too Hard deeply, to but no, it seems uh, I imagine it probably would be. So, what's interesting there is there's Warner Brothers Studio on both sides of this thing, and I I can't help but feel that it might be uh, like just as acting as a sort of front for the various goings on in the portal, like mm. like similar like. So I think they might be a front for the agency. Like yeah, you, know, no, you go you go into the Warner Brothers studios, you you pull a you you, you know pull a switch behind a bust of you know some some famous some, like Paul, yeah. well, I guess Porky Pig in this case. Yeah, you flick up the head. Peter, Peter Laurie in, uh, <laughs> in our world, you do it, and then you go down, and you're in like, and you're in the agency. And it's oh, like the we should arrange a trip. We should arrange a trip, several trips, several trips. Road trip. to, yeah, let's do it. Uh, but. So uh, I think, because there's direct parallels, but the, the plot here is that the Invisible Man is not happy. Because that he's been in one show. He says he's been in one in one film and they dropped him. Now I think he's overreacting. And he still has a dressing room. Yeah, so if he's still got a dressing room, I don't think he's been dropped. I don't think so. But he wasn't happy about <clears> it anyway. And then they got... And the Phantom's terror... The Phantom is basically when he... Covering himself in yeah. a cape so he can be seen. Yeah, and then he's the it goes around wrecking cameras and film reels. Yeah, that that, that was his bit. He wanted yeah, to kind people, of ruin it for everyone else. People were livid. They wanted Mr. Moto back. Yeah, they didn't seem to understand that Mr. Moto was a fictional character played by Porky Pig. Yeah, or they didn't seem to care. It's like it's like if we went, oh no, there's been a crime. Where's Sherlock Holmes? It's like, well, he's not real. Yeah, yeah he's, not, he's not real. Just guy. the police in. Just like, yeah. nope, I want Sherlock I Holmes. I actual Sherlock Holmes to come and solve this problem. Yeah. And the other interesting thing, though, was, like, it was, the, the footage of everyone being angry was on our side of the portal. Yeah, it was. It was, it, it was like real world footage. Yeah. So, so, it's odd because, like, we wouldn't, our Warner Brothers wouldn't worry if a load of toons we're getting up and arms angry. about it. So I think it's it's less covert on their side of the portal than it is on ours. I think it's probably more common knowledge on the toon side of the portal that our world exists. Uh, yeah, and you can get to and it. And you can get to it than it is from our side of the portal where our Warner Brothers have tried to keep it this, this is fake, this is just a cartoon. Yeah, don't worry all... about that. Don't, yeah. don't hurt your tiny little minds. Yeah, there's, there, there is no interdimensional rift going on. Yeah. Like, we're all so, okay. So there's a, there's a greater force at work that isn't necessarily Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers is the front organisation. Is the front organisation. Yeah. And then within that organisation, there's Arrest, the yeah. agency for the rescue slash retrieval of escaped tunes. Yeah. They're like a task force within that. Within an umbrella within of this agency. So, uh, yeah. So that's you work out what this agency is. Because Warner Brothers are front. You've got a wrestler there for, you know, escape tunes. They're a specific yeah, the, department. Like, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be like, the arrest is like a specific department of, yeah. of the the FBI, I guess, or the CIA. Yeah. So, we, we need that equivalent. Yeah, FBI we, slash CIA yeah, level. Yeah, NSA, we need like, the uh, we need the the umbrella corporation. Not corporation. We don't need the umbrella. We don't corporation. need. Yeah, no one needs oh, the God. umbrella corporation. No. <laughs> T virus. No. Oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, well, it would. I presume it, well, I presume it was in the. I presume it didn't work out fine in the Resident Evil universe. No, I stopped no. playing them, but I presume it didn't. I can't imagine it went well. I, part, I can't believe it, and then and everything was fine. From <laughs> and then they all woke up, and it was a bad dream. Yeah. Well, I did find it interesting. 
to- totally off the Resident Evil tro- topic, which well, is probably good because that's not what we're talking about. Because that's off the topic that we're back, talking back about. Back onto topic, Invisible Man gets up to his dressing room, takes his cloak off, still likes to wear boots and a hat, just so we can see. Oh yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. He ate an apple, and it was visible inside him. But that's fine, but it's the fact he ate an apple in pieces, and, and there's it- a visible whole apple inside him. But, I, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's always kind of the whole Invisible Man thing. I've always kind of thought, oh, you know, all things that are invisible, if you, you know, can you see if he inject his blood with something? Invisibility uh, as a power is always a weird one. Yeah. Because I also thought about it, like, you know when you play that sort of which would you rather game and you sort of do different superpowers? Yeah. And one that comes up quite often is the ability to see through walls. Now... There are a lot of questions that raises. Like, can I switch it on and off? Can I select a wall to see through? Or can yeah. I just not see walls? <laughs> oh, God, it'd be horrible. <laughs> it's, just it, like... it's kind of like, the su- it's like super speed as well. Like, super speed is great, but only if you've got the super speed and brain capacity to deal with it. Otherwise, you're hitting everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if you could run as fast as the Flash, yeah. but you couldn't comprehend what you were seeing quick enough. Yeah. Oh, you'd be ruined. <laughs> and then, and then, as soon as you hit a wall, well, you'd splat because you don't have like, you know, superhuman strength. Yeah. To resist hitting the wall at three thousand yeah, miles yeah, an like, hour. These these powers all need supplementary powers. They do, to be, which is why whenever you're playing the Would You Rather game, it's it's like a half hour game for one question because you have to cover all the bases of yeah. the questions. You have to. You have to. Cause don't agree to it. Don't sign no. anything until you've covered. No, no. It's the same reason why anybody says, oh, well, you do us a favour. I always say, depends what it is. <laughs> yeah, it does. And need clarification because once I've agreed, I'm pretty much bound to do it. Yeah, so I'm not agreeing until... I'm not agreeing until I know, until I know it's... Everything. No, I, know, I know it's it, the reasonably easy. Yeah. And, uh, and in no way, you know... It's like, can I do it, and is it going to be a lot of effort? Yeah. Not, you know, if, if, if I'm getting a yes and then well, a no... Is it evil? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, and lot... how evil? <laughs> if so, how evil? <laughs> Who's the mark? Yeah. You know. So, anyway, that again... But yeah, just invi- invisibility in the Toon world. Was it, do you think he was born invisible? Do you think... Because in the end, Porky injected him with an anti-invisibility serum, yeah. and it turned out to be a human. Uh which again, I found kind of odd. Well, to say the invisible man, he wasn't the invisible pig or the invisible walrus. Ah, that is true. But man's just a, a gender definition, isn't it? Rather than a. I think they've. Re- I think they've always referred to Porky as a pig, though. Yeah, they have. I don't think they've ever called him a man. No. No, but I suppose Egghead refers to himself as a boy or a man at points as well. But there again, yeah, but he's, he's, in this he's fucking... likely. He's in this disastrous Pinocchio situation. <laughs> he really is. I'll be a real boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what he wants to be. Um, yeah, so he injected him. So think the Invisible Man, it was an accident. Or do you reckon like he was born that way? Maybe. Or maybe he was exhibiting a tomb power and just did it when the winds changed. You know you know when your mom said, oh, don't pull that face because the wind changes, you're stuck with it. Yeah. He was exhibiting a tomb power, wind changed. So he could, he he could, he could, he could previously turn invisible. Yeah, well, it's a tune power. They're, they're like, you know, I don't I think any it. tune can turn. No, but it was, it was, it was, it seemed to be his. That's his. That's his bit. Yeah, and then the wind changed. But then we've seen like Jekyll and Hyde sort of potions as well. Like, so yeah. maybe there's invisibility potion, mm, possibly. And then the wind changed, and then the wind. So, 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 mother logic holds true. 
Yeah, <laughs> in, I in so. the two verse. Okay. Every, every saying your mum's got yeah, yeah. happens in the two yeah. verse. Well, if the wind changes, you're stuck that way. Let's see. Let's see if that pans okay. out. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's chalk that up as a working theory. <laughs> mam, theory mam, mam logic works. Any theory that your mum's got yeah. happens in the two Yeah, <laughs> It's just, it's, it's law. Yeah. Uh... Right, we've got a Two Curious Puppies number. I think we've got time for that this time around. Yeah, I yeah. think so, by the looks of it. Uh, so it's called Presto Changeo, which also sounds like, it, again, it sounds like, because the last one was all ho- Home of the Future stuff. Yeah. And like that sounds like it's all going to be gadgetry. And it does, doesn't it? As well. maybe, that's what the, that, maybe that's the, the, thing, the ex- thing that they are exclusively curious about. It what is like these kind of... Contraptions. Like, like yeah. World of the Future yeah. sort of thing. They love it. Two okay. futurist puppies. Two futurist puppies. Okay, so it's Presto Changeo, uh, March 25th, 1939. How are we feeling about that? Happy Rabbit's in it. Yeah, he's not listed as in it. <laughs> no, he's not listed. It's definitely him. Oh, it has to be. It and to he's be. looking a lot more bugs. Yeah, he's 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 got a taller physique. Yeah, he just I don't know. He looks a bit more with it. He's a little less constantly daffy. Yeah, he doesn't. He hasn't quite got that that face yet. He hasn't got the classic bugs face, and he doesn't have the like the the white patch. Yeah, he's but he's um, getting there. It's a slow yeah. a slow evolution. It is odd that he's that he's in that and just not listed though. Because um, I was very surprised when he turned up, but not House of the Future. It was not House of the Future. It was, it was uh, like a magician's yeah shampoo uh, house shampoo shampoo, and all of his many. We don't actually know if we saw. No, so it might be Happy Rabbit, but there were also like some mystic hands. some mystic hands sometimes that did various things, and normally were what some or at least mystic gloves. Yeah, mystic. We gloves. assume mystic hands. Yeah. That they were normally what brought Happy Rabbit in into and out of the proceedings. Yeah. Um, so we have to presume that there was a shampoo. I think behind the scenes there, and the Happy Rabbit is basically the rabbit that you pull out of the hat yeah. or whatever. But he's also sort of acting in the role of assistant as well. Yeah. Like he's in on the bit. He he's, he he know, he knows what he's doing, and he seems to he seems to be doing it quite well. Uh, a lot of inanimate objects. Uh, primarily the rope being yeah. a bit of a dickhead. But then I don't know that I don't, I don't think they were necessarily sentient objects. I think they no. were because you're in you're in his house. Yes. Like you know, it, 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 the whole place has been set up to do all these tricks. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I, um, you know, because we were talking about magic and whether or not magic is real or not real in that world. But there again, in a world where you've got two powers, yeah, that doesn't necessarily have to be magic because everything is essentially possible yeah because uh, you've got things demonstrating tomb powers yeah kind of willy nilly which, which, which in our world like, would appear to be magic you know if the sun decided sure. to start screaming at us but there's a line where I think it ceases to be tomb powers right like, so in um the egghead one where it was in the medieval land, mm. there was stuff that was definitely there to appear magic. Now, obviously, that was in one of the Eggsworld parks. Yes. Um, and so, you know... It was, it was a setup. It was a setup. But uh, that, I think, even to their eyes, would be magic, not a tomb, 
yes. ability. Yeah, yeah, not like, like, like not tune power. Um, but yeah, I think most most of this was like set up to be tricks, like definitely, and 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 to appear as tricks. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so so set up as illusions. Yeah, Ma- magic in the same way as you know when we you go and see a magician. Like no one, no one really now goes and thinks Darren Brown is magic. He's magic. He's a devil man. He's a devil man. He's a devil man. Yeah, no one's denying he's the devil man. <laughs> just, no one thinks he's magic. They just no. Devil man. Just think he's a devil man. A devil man. <laughs> Actually, I quite like Darren Brown. Uh, but yeah, uh, when we saw Shampoo written there, we thought though we thought we might have to get the old, get the old hats, hats on. out. But uh, hats on. no, it panned out. It was okay. It's fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not much... Not no. much raised. Uh, like, the puppies still not demonstrating any special le- level of sentience. They were just there being yeah. curious, getting beaten up by a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Well, he uh, yeah, the big up. dog getting beaten up by Happy Rabbit. A fair yeah, bit. but he, he got his own back in the end. He did get his own back. He gave him a right black eye. Yeah. Uh, and then the the smaller puppy getting, you know, assaulted by a rope. Yeah. Uh, I'd still be interested to... I don't think the rope was sentient, but then, like, it was an elaborate rope trick. That was hell. It, it, it was it was a lot more than the, the than the classic Hindu rope trick. Oh yeah, a lot more. But then, as I say, it's in this whole setup where the behind the scenes hands could probably just rig whatever they wanted to happen. I'd imagine so. But what was the guy's house though? I mean, like, like, like do you reckon if you go into Darren Brown's house, you're no, just but be I don't think it's his actual house. Like, <laughs> oh, you're, you're thinking it's like it's that's like, where you go, yeah, to see him, and that's like his studio sort of thing. Yes, I reckon so because okay. it had the sign outside that was like uh, the home of Shampoo the magician, which is, so it know, could be like a haunted house type scenario where you go and you walk through. Whereas I and doubt, you never normally see. Yeah, because I doubt Darren Brown's house. Has a sign outside saying "Home of Darren Brown, the Magician." We can find out. Let's ask Darren Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet him. Yeah, just we'll, we'll, we'll send him a tweet. Look, have you just got a massive sign out there? <laughs> if you have, send us a pic. <laughs> Let us know. Okay, we'll, we'll tweet him. We'll tweet him after this. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that didn't answer much. No, didn't get much from that. So it's a, it's a bit. It's a bit of a. Well, the, the 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 biggest thing that was in that was Happy Rabbit making an appearance. Yeah, that that was an, the, un, an undocumented appearance by yeah. our list. But then you know, like there's nothing to say this list is exhaustive. No, yeah, we could be missing all kinds because I'm not checking them all. Ah, no, there's yeah. a lot of Looney Tunes already to watch. Yeah, without me checking every single one. I mean, one. We're, like we're we're in March 1939, and what's this episode nine? We're on, so <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. It's 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 taking us about a year every four episodes, yeah. pretty much, in the way we're currently doing it. So I don't want to exacerbate that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, time I'm, marches on. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, uh, so I think we'll leave it there for this week. Uh, we'll start up next week with uh, Chicken Jitters, which is a Porky Pig number. Mm. Um, and uh, next week, I think, should give us the last appearance of Egghead. Oh, and for our tenth episode, and it'll be our tenth episode. So that's that, that, that's I think that's quite nice. I think that's quite like you know we hit milestone. Yeah. See the end of Egghead. Well, seeing the end of Egghead. Uh, it, do we see the end of Egghead next week? Because seeing the end of Egghead, uh, maybe we can make mm. it. We can we can we can get there. Six. Uh, that, that well that that'd be the sixth episode. 
that we'd watch. Yeah, so we pro- so we probably could. Yeah, let's get that done. Yeah, but um, but yeah, because like, to see the end of Egghead, what that means is we can cement our final Egghead in eggs. Yeah, egg part theory, like because that's not going to come up again. Yeah, that's it. After that, we've got all information. That is, that is what happened yeah. after that. So that's worth doing. Yeah, and uh, you know, if if episode ten happens to be a longer episode. You know, because we want to get that in, then you know, so it's, be it's a milestone, isn't it? It's a milestone. Yeah, it's a milestone. Get some party poppers. Yeah, woo! That was—I <laughs> don't have any party poppers. That was an <laughs> no, obvious not. impression of a party popper. It was—it was good. Thanks. It was good. It's great for the people who listen in. <laughs> Watch my actions. Woo! It's good. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, no, I think so. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll uh, see you all next week then. Yeah. Catch you next week with the party poppers. Woo! Bye. Uh, If you notice anything that we uh, might have got wrong or uh, any comments or you just want to say hello or goodbye or good evening or good night, you can contact us on Twitter at TSJ Community or you can drop us an email at thespacejamcontinuum at gmail.com. (laughs) 